0: is the anthem of the adventurer the show for men who are tired of forsaking their dreams who are willing to risk to dare greatly and know in their soul that their desire for adventure is good it's time to venture into the wild places in our hearts here's your host dan saner Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anthem of the Adventurer podcast. I'm your host, Dan Zayner. Super happy to have you today and really excited to share this interview with you with my friend, Jocelyn Smith. Um, We used to go to church together when we lived back in Connecticut. Uh, She has moved up to Vermont since then and we've moved to Indiana. Um, Haven't talked in a few years and recently got reacquainted when I saw on her Facebook page that she is starting a through hike. Of the Appalachian Trail, which she has actually started um, a couple of weeks ago. So you're going to hear us talking before she left. And apologies for not getting this out sooner. Sometimes life happens. But... Um, Now she is on her way. You can find her on Instagram and we'll make sure to post uh, the link to her profile there. It's the artist Ruckus and follow along with her adventure as she makes her way north from Georgia to Maine. (laughs) Anyway, we have a really amazing conversation about um, her adventures growing up and how her and her family approached adventure and her parents encouraged her to follow her dreams and to believe in herself. Really amazing. If you're a dad who's got daughters, definitely listen to this one. If you are a daughter yourself, definitely listen to this one. It's a really, really great conversation. Looking forward to sharing it with you. But first, we have a few announcements and resources for you. So announcement number one, our team has expanded. You will hear some more about that on future podcasts and on Instagram so make sure that you follow us on Instagram and follow our blog at the advent- <coughs> anthem of the adventurer.com and you'll see all the updates there um, sign up for our email list it's all the way at the bottom of the website we have a new version of the website coming soon <laughs> in the end of May uh, so that will be easier to find but for now it's at the bottom of the website in a, in a, blocks, in a box so subscribe to our email list you'll get all the updates as well also, uh, we have some friends who do some amazing things that you should check out if you're looking to incorporate some more adventure into your life. At the Adventure Challenge, do some amazing books that we've talked about a few times before. Scratch off a challenge out of there. Commit to it. Go do it. Post a picture on social media. It's a lot of fun. They have a family version, a couple's version, a friend's version, and a solo version. Really, really great. And if you head over to uh, the Adventure Adventure.com. We've got a big blue box on the website now. Um, That'll get you to their checkout page and you can use the promo code DAN10 for 10% off your first order. Also, if you're looking to do some deeper adventures, we would call them crucial adventures. Maybe you're creating a business. Maybe you're already in a business. Maybe you're a CEO. Maybe you're a manager and you're wanting to level up your team uh, with some leadership training, with some adventures of deeper conversations and connection, check out SEAL Team Leaders, my good buddy Larry Ash and our team there. Really amazing training. A life full of adventure takes a team. So that's what we do there. All right. Without further ado, we're going to get into the challenge that Jocelyn gave. She sent this after our interview, so it's going to sound a little different. Um, And then into this great interview with Jocelyn Smith. Enjoy.
1: Hey, Jocelyn or the Wild Jocelyn here to bring you your adventure challenge. Um, I think you should all get out and go on a sunrise hike, whether that's a walk down your street, down to your favorite um, overlook, where, wherever you can get out to and see the sun rise, do it. I'm gonna to see tons of sunrises on the Appalachian Trail. I'm hoping to wake up before the sun comes up and hike to a sunrise. I have never done that before. And I'm the most excited, and I want you to be able to join that and experience that with me. So, uh, yeah, get
0: out there, see that sun. All right. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Anthem of the Adventurer podcast. I'm your host Dan Zayner, and I'm so excited because I get to connect with an old <laughs> friend today who I haven't talked with in six years since we
1: very long time moved
0: away from Connecticut. We have Jocelyn Smith um although you live in vermont now but not for Again. very much longer which is one of the many reasons we're getting to connect today so Jocelyn, it's good to see you
1: yes super good to see you too oh
0: my um, gosh I, so a little bit of backstory on this we went to, to church together for a while for four years five years something like that uh when tracy and i were living out in connecticut and our, our families became really close and we just love the whole smith family they're wonderful people aha. um and Jocelyn is a adventurous young soul, and is about to embark on something super cool that I can't wait to hear more about. Um, I, I think I saw you just posting on Facebook, like, "Hey, here's the cool thing I'm doing," and I go, "What?" Yeah. No. So, um. Just give us a little bit of like, who is Jocelyn? What is she about?
1: Oh man, that's a big loaded question. I love um, loaded questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, as of right now, I'm currently. Oh, let me turn that off. I'm currently about um, being jobless and selling all my crap um, so I can go on a big adventure. But basically, before that, I was a bar manager um, for the last seven years of my life, living, living the dream behind the bar, managing people and serving alcohol across many people's mouths. And now I, uh, I'm doing something different and getting out of that world and going to hit the reset button and go on an adventure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so what what led you to make that that jump
1: Ooh. well the truth is I was really not planning on going going on an adventure this year at all um I was planning to hike the long trail this September with my um my boyfriend Ryan we were gonna go do that that was something we like talked about and then I got fired um uh, from my job in December and I kind of just like had this moment of like well I always said if I ever got fired or like something something major happened in my life that I would just leave and go do this and it happened and now I'm gonna leave and go hike the Appalachian Trail so that's kind of how it all came about
0: but it is not how people normally plan a hike of the Appalachian Trail is it <laughs> <laughs>
1: no <laughs> no I have about eight weeks I had eight weeks. To kind of get it all together, and I started doing way more research than I ever had, and I realized that people spend like years planning <laughs> this oh, yeah. thing, and and I'm just kind of like, well, <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See you in six months.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> How long is the long trail? I honestly don't know. If they don't know.
1: Long Trail is like two hundred seventy something miles, give or take. So it's it's a decent chunk, but definitely nothing compared to uh, an entire fourteen state hike.
0: <laughs> yeah, so then the, the full one is twenty six hundred or some odd miles.
1: The PCT, the Pacific Crest Trail, is twenty six hundred miles, and then the AT is the shorter version, uh, being at two. This year it's two thousand one hundred ninety three miles, and that kind of fluctuates. So we're on the low end this year, so I, I got it easy. Yeah, yeah you chopped
0: <laughs> off you know 20 miles or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how long is that realistically gonna take? Like, <sighs> like do you have like a, a there's a like a lot of training in through hiking.
1: You know? I have zero training in through hiking. Um, the longest amount of times I've ever spent in the woods was five days, and that was this past September. <laughs> Okay. Being my first time. Um, and we did about a 65 mile hike. So that felt like that was a good chunk. We had Mm -hmm. some big days in there and I had been hiking this, this entire time during the pandemic. I hiked over, over the length of the long trail just throughout my days. Um, so yeah, I don't, I honestly, like, I'm not, I'm not super prepared. Like I didn't, I'm not doing any crazy training. I'm not like at home squatting with my backpack on for like three hours a day. Like some people (laughs) are like, I think some people think that you have to be like in this big, like you got to be in shape. You have to have climbed like every mountain before you get out there. You need a, this amount of hours with your backpack on fully loaded. It's like, that's not, that's not what's going to get
0: you to Katahdin at all. <laughs> no. So what is going to get you there?
1: I think it has way more to do with your mental state. Um, I think that that's something that's not talked a lot about in through hiking. Like people don't talk about um, the mentality that you need to, mm-hmm. to make it. And they say that over 70% of people quit before they get it to Katahdin, which is, that's a big, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people quitting. So I think it has to do more with your mental state. Like, um, they call when you get off the trail and you're done hiking this big thing, they call it post trail depression. And I think that if you already know going into it, that that exists, there's a way to avoid falling into these like time-lapse brain warps where you just like, you don't think you can do it anymore. And you feed into that and you quit and then you're depressed and then you hate yourself because yeah you, you didn't make it there and yeah. it's, it's way more of a mental game like who cares if you weigh 500 pounds and your backpack is 50 pounds like that's not what it's about that guy yeah. will make it before the guy who has an eight pound backpack and is just trying to live his life out there i don't know
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I i definitely agree with that i was talking with a friend of mine who's a, a retired navy seal about like what got mm. him through butts like world's hardest military training and he's like it's really simple. Just don't quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not easy, but it's simple. And for him, like he, he had this driving purpose. Like, yeah. I've got to get through this because I need to defeat the bad guys. I need to go, yeah. go after the bullies because I was bullied my whole life. So like, is there something like that for you? That's like, this is my big reason why I've got to do this.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I think that there's probably a, a, maybe a few of those things for me. Like I don't, I feel like some people do it because they feel like they have to prove something to people. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that's where my mindset is. I think it's more of like, uh, I, I feel like I've positioned myself in life where I've worked really hard to get to this place, um, being like a bar manager and living mm-hmm. alone and like, I don't know, having a name for myself in the town. And I realized during coronavirus that just none of, none of that stuff meant anything. You know, living alone, I filled out this space with all this stuff. And like, none of this, none of this matters anymore. And what only has mattered to me my whole life is going and hiking. And I don't know if there's anything that's really behind that, just besides the fact that that's pretty much the only time I feel like myself is when I'm in the woods, yeah. um, which sounds pretty cliche. It's like, well, oh, everybody feels connected, like we're in the <laughs> woods, mother nature's doing her thing, but it's, it's just the truth. Like, I feel like there's something out there that I need to go find. I'm not really sure what it is, but if I don't go walk 2,193 miles, I'm never going to find out. So okay. it's kind of like, try or or don't ever know and if I don't ever know I'm gonna hate myself for the rest of my life
0: (laughs) yeah saying from Yoda do or do not there is no
1: (laughs) yeah exactly I had a friend who I was trying to connect with starting the trail um who I hope I hope I find him along the way but he said to me he just goes this is the way and I'm like that's it I'm going like I'm going to hike the (laughs) Appalachian Trail he just told me this is the way and he quoted the Mandalorian like Oh, yeah. It's happening now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> you know, which way do we got to go down the trail? This is the way.
1: Yeah, exact, every single time.
0: Every single north. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so have, have you found, like, a lot of people are, are reaching out to, to help you, to support you? Like, what are you finding in, in the, like, through hiking community? Yeah. <laughs>
1: the community is amazing. The Vermont community of hiking is amazing. Um, and the people that I know in this community are really the reason that any of this is happening for me right now. Um, I met a friend of mine, Corey, AKA Birdfeeder his trail name. He's my, my current boss. Um, and thanks to him, I got a job after I got fired and literally, I must have filled out like twenty five job applications to places, and this is the only place that got back to me. Wow! Um, and I'm a very hireable person. Like, I'm not unhireable, but unfortunately, like bars and restaurants just don't exist during coronavirus. Yeah, so a
0: real tough, tough. space, yeah. especially in in Vermont.
1: Yeah, and, I'm like my job. My job needs nothing anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And you're, you're in Rutland, if I remember right.
1: I'm in Burlington now. Burlington. Okay. So cool yeah my fa- i ran away from my family again so they're all still down there but i'm a- i have an hour and a half buffer just for safety reasons
0: <laughs> yeah it's good to have a buffer between family mom i know you're listening but i am glad you're close enough where you can visit but far enough that you got to call first
1: exactly we we like it that way <laughs> yeah <Good. laughs> yeah oh man i forgot the original question sorry no that's okay like
0: how how have you found you know some resources to get you started like do you you know somebody who's done this before
1: i do so my friend Erin, um she has hiked she's never hiked the appalachian trail but she hiked the long trail a few years ago she's hiked the pacific crest trail two years ago and then she hiked the colorado trail during um coronavirus And she has been a huge resource for me over the years of just like totally nerding out at her being like, I don't understand about any of this gear crap. Like I need, (laughs) I need someone to tell me what any of this stuff is. Um, So she's been a huge resource for me and she's actually driving me to Asheville where I'll I'll get a car and hop over to the rail or the trailhead. So she's kind of my, again, a resource. um, And I wouldn't be able to do this trip without her, without Corey giving me a job like, there's so many people who have made this happen for me. I don't even think they realize it.
0: <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, I think that's a, one of the fun pieces about any kind of epic adventure like this is like, even though you're going to be hiking by yourself, like you're really not alone out there. You, you've got a oh, team no. in, you know, in the support and the people who are going to, you know, be meeting up with you and sending you gear along the way. Like, can you tell yeah. me about some of the, like, Logistics of the trip, like how is that going to work? Like how you know, getting food drops and that kind sort of stuff.
1: It's kind of a nightmare. Um, I've been I've been in that mode for the last kind of week of literally reading through every single book I can find and and planning stuff. But there's a lot of research that has to go in besides just learning about your gear. Um, specifically on the Appalachian, there's a couple places where you need permits um, to go hiking through certain national parks. Um, those being Smoky Mountains, Shenandoah, and Baxter State in Maine. And some of those permits that you have to get have all these weird special requirements, like you have to have hiked X amount of miles before applying for the permit to be considered a through hiker. Oh man. So that they can let you go through to these backcountry places that they don't usually let people. So it's kind of like it's a lot more than just packing a bag and going into the woods, which is what I think a lot of people think it is. But yeah, there's that there's the logistics of planning. How, how many miles do I think I can hike before I can get to a road and get a hitch into town and get food and kind of planning. Okay. I have four to five days worth of food. That's how much my bear bag will hold. Cause you have to have a bear proof container. Yeah, uh, <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Um, there's all sorts of stuff like that. And, And then the logistics of mailing yourself stuff doesn't really make sense either because you don't know as a new hiker how many miles you're going to be hiking. So you could have a UPS office holding something for you and then they'll throw it away or ship it back because you didn't get there on time or you got there on Friday after 4 p.m. and now you have to wait till Monday when they reopen and all of a sudden you're backed up two or three days of hiking because you're waiting for this box of magic <laughs> it's like the most depressing thought ever
0: <laughs> yeah that, i could imagine like you roll into town you're you know you're dirty you're tired you're hot like like just
1: just know, pumped for your package <laughs>
0: i need those cliff bars or whatever yeah. they are and like oh exactly no, it's 405 the post office is shut. <laughs> yeah. I've literally read
1: like nightmares of that happening to people. So I think that my approach is not going to be to mail myself a bunch of stuff, um, which is a little risky during COVID specifically because, uh, that means I do have to rely on popping into towns, which means I, I need to be careful and take extra precautions and not be that person. Cause I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, It it feels weird to kind of, I feel like a little bit bad that my opportunity to do this is falling in a pandemic. Like there's something a little strange that I feel a little bad about, but I keep confirming with people like, this is, this is an okay thing to do, right? Like the best time. (laughs) Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel too. And I'm like, is it though? I'm like, that makes sense. Right. And then you'll get the ultimate
0: social distance. like. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying for 90% of the time. Like,
1: please, I'm going to be quarantined in the woods for six months. Like, come on, give me yeah. a break.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some
1: people do get weird about it. Like, I've had people reach out to me and be like, it's not safe to go hiking during Corona, or sending me all these links about the Appalachian Trail Conservancy closing down the shelters. It's like, yeah, I know all, everything's closed down, the whole world's closed down, but like, people still have to live their lives. Yeah. Um, like, and I'm bringing I don't, a
0: tent i'll be fine
1: (laughs) i bought a tent for a reason like i don't want to sleep in a shelter people snore there's mice in there i don't i don't want that life
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so kind of getting back to philosophical i i love waxing philosophical on things like what does this mean for you like like as a woman you know because i'm a dude i definitely have a different perspective on this (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) That is probably the biggest question I get. Um, and my biggest question for myself is like, okay, is this, is this safe for me to go as a, as a woman by myself? Um, and like, is that something normal? Probably not. Uh, I think that, um, I think that it, it seems like a bigger deal than it would for any man to go take on this adventure. I don't, I don't think that as many women have, these same kind of ambitions that i might have um but i'm also just not afraid like i'm not afraid of the things that could happen because i've been working in bars for 12 years
0: yeah um, any
1: <laughs> i've seen some things if i can if i can de-escalate a drunk man that's 300 pounds and escort him to the street and call the cops on him and i'm okay still i'm pretty sure that whatever scrawny person in the woods that's been following me for five miles isn't going to be a a brush on my back. Like, I'm not worried about that at all. I know my mom is sorry, mom. Um, I know she's worried about it, but yeah. So I think, I just think it's a statement. Um, I think it says something like part of the reason I want to go and that I do want to share my adventure through my blog, um, through the trek is, is to be a voice for those women who are maybe, maybe sitting at home thinking like, Oh, I really want to do that, but I can't like, I'll never be able to do that. Cause, cause that's like, women aren't supposed to do that. Or I'm, I'm too afraid, or I don't have, I don't have the balls. I don't know, whatever you want to say. I feel like women just, or people in general, just make excuses for themselves mm-hmm. um, excuses to not face fears. Um, and that's just not something I'm willing to do in my life. Um, and I think that it all kind of circles back to the whole mindset thing. Like if you have the right mindset, you can, you can do anything you want to. Yeah. Uh, you just have to find that whatever it is for you.
0: Yeah, that's a really a really good point. Uh, it's kind of reminding me of another, another thing that that same Navy SEAL guy taught me about mindset. Like, you know, it's it's made up of our, our background of history, the things that have happened to us. It's made up of you know the way we perceive the world and, and things that come in, mm-hmm. and it's all influenced by our mood. Um, and you know that can amp things up or amp things down um and um I was going somewhere with that <laughs> but, <laughs> that's how I feel today I'm it's like just, it's just uh it, it it's that mental game you know if if you can do things to influence your mood that's where I was going with it mm-hmm. if you can do things to influence your mood when you're when you're having you know that day or it's it's dark and rainy and you know you just saw a bear and <laughs> it's like why am I doing this like all right, I'm going to flip on that one song that always gets me in a good mood. Yep. Or you know, I'm going to, you know, sit down and have that snack that I've been saving for yes. the past thirty miles for when I need it. Yeah. Or it's- you know, pull out that letter from mom or whatever it is that you keep with you. That's like, okay, this is the this is the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and keep yourself going.
1: Yeah, I think that. Uh, I think that that's a, that's where you see people fail too is like people people look at it and they only see the end they see and they they see Maine and you're you're at the very first step in Georgia like you've got a long ways to go and instead of like instead of being inspired by that ending they see it as an end-all mean-all instead of like making little goals along the way like you're saying like okay like take five minutes and eat the Snickers, like eat the Snickers you've been saving for the next three days, just like do it. And those little rewards can change your mood in an instant. And then the next thing, you know, like you're, you're a totally different person, honestly. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and I don't know about through hiking, but just kind of in adventures in general, like a lot of people don't plan to fail. Like they're like, everything is going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. you know. <laughs> and, you know, you don't think about the Oh no, my I just ripped a hole in my pack and everything's wet now. Yeah. Like, okay, now what? <laughs> or, you know, I uh, twisted my ankle and I'm a hundred miles from the nearest hospital. What do I do? Yeah, what do I do exactly? Or you know, or there is that creepy guy who's been following me for 10 miles and that creepy guy happens to have a gun on. Me. Okay, what am I gonna do? Yeah. And it sounds like you've started you've thought through a lot of those things and have prepped for them like what's that thought process been like for you in in planning have you been thinking through okay what could go go wrong and how how would I approach that
1: yeah I've definitely been thinking about all the what could go wrong things um because I feel like I already know what's going to go right and the things that are going to go right is I know how to walk and I know how to eat so (laughs) I can do those two things so the things that I'm not in control of that's more what I'm worried about um I don't even know if it's, if it's stuff that I'm like preparing for, like I'm going to bring pepper spray. I have a emergency whistle. I'm going to have a GPS. And it's kind of like at that point, what else can you do besides hope that there's not a murderer on the trail, you know? Um, And the likelihood of that is super not, it's just not realistic. It's, Mm -hmm. it's everyone's worst nightmare. They're like all the horror movies you've ever seen. There's like a pretty young girl in the woods and some guy comes and like kills her like, That's not, it just doesn't
0: happen as much as people think it does. Yeah, it's going to be the snake bites, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I'm worried about pooping my brains out because I didn't filter my water the right way. That's that's the stuff stuff. I'm worried about. I'm worried about running out of toilet paper and having to use leaves and then getting poison ivy on my butt. Like Those are the things (laughs) that I'm concerned about. There's the
0: quote for the episode right there.
1: It's true. And it's like that. That's the stuff that people I feel like from the outside are just not, they're just not seeing those things. Like I'm, I'm thinking about the time that my tent zipper breaks and all of a sudden I don't have a door to my, to my tent anymore, or just stupid stuff that it is going to happen, but it's fixable. You know, there's always a way to fix something like that. But I think the reality is accepting that any of those things could happen, excepting that um, you you might see some weird stuff out there. Uh, there's a woman whose book I read, Jennifer Farr Davis. Um, she's an amazing, amazing person, but her book is awesome. And she talks about how she walked up on a suicide on the trail. And I was yeah. kind of like, oh, like, right, that kind of stuff can happen out there. And her whole process of dealing with that was, was really incredible. And she has the fastest known trail time for the AT now. She's a total, total winner. And I'm kind of like finding people who have been through terrifying things and they're like, they're still fine. So I'm going to be fine, right? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of the way I see it. I'm like, well, they did it. I could do it.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm furiously writing some notes here about people I need to introduce you to. Um, (laughs) So do you think like growing up with, you know, the parents that you did, Jim Jim and Jody, wonderful people. Um, I them. Like, how did, you know, your mom and dad influence your mindset mm. growing up um, to, pre- I, to help prepare you for this? Not that you've not done your own work, of course, but. Um, <laughs> I would not be here without them either.
1: Um, I feel like they, I feel like I don't give them enough credit. Don't tell them I said that. Um, I feel like I don't give them enough credit. Don't worry, credit. they won't listen
0: to this ever. No, no, no.
1: Right <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that they just, as much as like obviously, you know, I grew up as a pastor's kid. So there's a lot of things that in my time as a young person, I definitely challenged them. But one thing that I'll always thank, thank them for is they always let me go outside. Um, I always wanted to go in the woods. I always wanted to be in the woods alone. They were always like, you need to have a friend if you're going in the woods and I would just sneak
0: off and go into the woods by myself
1: anyways. <laughs> um, so I always just found You've myself given them a <sighs> lot of
0: gray hairs over the years. I know. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. They love it. And it's funny. Cause I, you know, I put them through all this crap and now, now we're like finally at that point where your parents are your friends and it's kind of weird. I'm like, wow, it actually happened to me that this is real. It's, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> it <can happen. laughs> um, it's it's like pfft, blowing my mind still, but I think they've just seen me change a lot over the years, and oh yeah, and I think that they've they've seen the growth and they know that I'm not just like running away into the woods because I'm like running away from life or you know having a midlife crisis. Like this is literally the opposite of that, and probably up, besides being fired, like in the best place I've ever been in in my life, and mm-hmm. um. I think over the years they just always supported that that longing to like push myself and to do something more. And I've always just kind of done weird things or kind of off off the beaten path stuff that that has made them be like, Okay, Jocelyn, we love you. <laughs> we we don't understand, but we love you. And I think that this this is a nice refresher for me because they're like, no, like, go, like, go into the woods. Like, we'll watch your cat. You can leave your stuff here. Like, you've literally been talking about this your whole life. And that was a big moment for me to have them just be like,
0: we get it. Like, go. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that wonderful. felt really good. Um, <laughs> I'm just kind of thinking back some of the stories i talked with them over the years about, like, um, so your dad was in the submarine force. Mm-hmm. And um, I wonder if that has... You know, he's he's got that big spirit of adventure and your mom has a different flavor of adventure, you know, and that kind of mixed together into, you know, the wonderful creative person that you are. (laughs) Um, And your sister too. Jenna's great. Um, Hi, Jenna.
1: (laughs) Hi, Jenna.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Can you tell some more of the, like, do you have any specific stories about like another time where you're like, I'm going to go do this wackadoodle thing and, it's, you know, but I gotta do it for me, yeah, and, yeah. and it went well, like you have another uh, story like that. I
1: do, um so a couple about five, five years ago now, which is crazy, um when I moved to Burlington, I started taking dance classes, and it was something that was a little like seemed like something that I didn't want to tell my parents for a long time because of the style of dance, uh, I started taking pole fitness classes, and I was like oh my god my parents are gonna think I'm trying to be a stripper and like (laughs) like this like I had this whole mental breakdown about it probably for like four or five months I didn't tell them that I was doing this thing but in in that time I realized that finding dance had totally reconnected me with myself and it started Mm -hmm. helping me deal with all of these emotional traumas that I was holding inside so it was this really special space for me and I'm like crap like how do I tell my parents I'm like pole dancing? Like, and, and how can they support that in a way that, that isn't strange, you know, like they're super connected with everyone in my life, in, in the church and, and in all of those things. I'm like, what is, how is that going to reflect on them? And like, that's something I, I think about when I do crazy stuff and post it on the internet. <laughs> like, okay. Like I know too many, my circle's too big to, to not be sensitive, but I remember freaking out about telling them and they were like just like oh like that's amazing and then the next year they're supporting me and sending me to go do my first dance competition in Boston. I was just like wow like my parents are kind of the coolest. It's, like really are. <laughs> I know. I'm just realizing it took me like 27 freaking years but
0: <laughs> sometimes it takes longer than others. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. that, I think that was the biggest the biggest one for me besides this where I was just like whoa like they they think i'm doing good things like they're not weirded out by this it it just kind of like whoa (laughs) that was weird (laughs) that was weird that you didn't think that was weird
0: (laughs) (laughs) after uh stop recording i'll have to make sure that i introduce you to my sister she's gotten into aerials um yes very very similar like that expression through you know creation of something really mm-hmm. cool with your body is just so freeing and joyful and it's been really fun to watch her journey of like yeah spinning upside down 30 feet in the air Like yeah that is you're like awesome whoa help.
1: what are you oh, doing uh, up there that's amazing
0: yeah so I mean, you guys will get along famously um
1: seriously
0: and she's also a cat person as well so
1: <sighs> seems like it's a match made
0: it, it really is <laughs> if, you know, if you need a pen pal <laughs> shoot you do. A good one.
1: We need all no. the pen piles.
0: Oh my gosh, is there anything that you wish people would ask you about this trip that no one does?
1: Um, oh, that's kind of a funny question. I mean, in a way, yeah. Like I wish that I wish that everyone would listen to me talk about my gear as much as I'm excited about
0: it. <laughs> yes, please. I am a gear nut
1: because I'm a total nerd, and I have been so excited about spending hours of research and then i'll like ask for this piece of gear from somebody or ask for help buying it and they're like "Well, what is it like why do you need that (laughs) i'm just like you don't you literally don't understand (laughs) and i've had to do that with um not like really with my parents because they're just kind of like whatever you need but uh it's just kind of it's just funny because i'm like just people just don't understand on the outside world and I've become one of those people who uh, I used to watch my nephews watch those like weird YouTube videos of kids playing with toys. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: They're like, it weirds me out. I'm like, why do little kids watch videos of other kids playing with toys? And then I started doing all this gear research (laughs) and I'm sitting here watching videos of adults playing with their like adult gear toys I'm like oh my god I I'm get it now I'm doing the thing that they're doing and it's really funny I'm like oh like wow look at I didn't even know that that thing did that it's
0: it's So what's your think, favorite piece of gear that you're looking forward to living with the most
1: Oh I think it's my tent Ooh I think okay, it's what the tent, tent
0: Yeah
1: Um I got it's kind of like a <laughs> a niche tent it's this tent called the dan durston x mid two and the reason i got it and the reason i'm excited about it is because um it's kind of like a hybrid between the two best kind of tents out there and i wanted to find something lightweight efficient and easy to set up in the rain um so this thing i can use yeah this thing i can use my trekking poles as the main support beams. so there's no no need for tent poles or any of those things that I have to put together. So that's like a pound out of my pack, which yeah. is great. Um, and then this one, this tent specifically is designed um, in a shape that is best for tall people. Um, tall people like me, and I'm hoping the like
0: six a, one or something. Or like
1: I'm about six foot. I think I'm like just over six foot right now.
0: Yeah, you're a tall All lady. I- definitely I'm a tall you your, lady. Your, your head and your feet dry
1: yeah and i'm like a spaz when i sleep too like i'm one <laughs> of those people that i want to starfish out and like if you're in my way you gotta get out of my way so i got a two-person tent for that reason i'm yeah. like i need two people's rooms
0: yeah well um, as we as you know those those who camp know two-person tent is really one person plus your gear
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
0: i learned that the hard <laughs> way in boy scout camp yeah mom and dad to this, you know <laughs> yeah i've got a six person tent we could fit eight guys in there
1: never says no one ever yeah i think the tent's just i don't know i'm excited i'm excited to sleep in it i'm excited to use it i'm excited have you Um, tested it out yet no because it's been like snowy and rainy which i know is something that will happen when i'm out there but Uh there's like something inside of me that's a little nervous about setting it up because i'm kind of like okay like if i set it up what if i set it up and i hate it
0: (laughs) if you set it up and you hate it now you can get a new one
1: i know i know i think i (laughs) and i'm also like what if i set it up and then i never want to take it down and i just want to live in the tent for the next 45 days
0: like that that would be good too because you're going to live in it for the next six months
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think i like um I just get overly excited about stuff. And I'm like, ooh, like I can't open the package yet. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm one of those people. I like have literally all of this gear in a box in a corner and it's all piled up. And I'm like, okay, when am I going to be ready to put it in the backpack? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, what kind of backpack are you rocking?
1: I have an Osprey 65 liter Aether. Cool. (laughs) It's an anti gravity. Great backpack.
0: I love this backpack.
1: Um, I'm obsessed with it, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. And and of course, no backpacking gear would be complete without boots. What kind of footwear are you going with?
1: So, this is a big, this is another big debacle in the hiking community. It is a huge
0: um, one. And
1: a huge debacle. Yeah. Um, so, I have currently shoes that people would tell you are a complete trash, and that I'm an idiot for wearing. Um, I have Gore-Tex boots. They're hundred percent waterproof, which isn't real. I know, I know everyone out there in the hiking world. I know <laughs> it's not real. Um, so those are actually like pretty stupid to bring on a through hike because essentially, your rot. <laughs> yeah, your feet will rot. If the water gets in through the top, you're screwed. It's not waterproof anymore. That's just not a real thing. So I ordered recently Ultra Trail Runners which are yeah. kind of like uh, I
0: love my ultras. Oh yes. man. Yes.
1: I am so excited to try them out. Um, I tried on a few pairs in REI recently and I'm like wow, it feels like I'm walking on absolutely nothing and yeah. I I would prefer to wear no shoes anyways, but that's not realistic either so
0: <laughs> This is an best thing.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the trail runner thing and see how it goes. Okay, so you're going with
0: the lower lower ones.
1: I yeah I got the mids, so they'll be like okay. the height of a hiking boot, but they're still a sneaker and they're mesh and they Ooh. weigh like nothing. So
0: Lone Peak Fours or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, something <sighs> like that.
0: Yeah, I, I I have the the low Lone Peaks right now. I I, I switched from the mids because they got too hot for me. Yeah, um, and I don't like. Go Warm craggly rocks a lot to where i need <laughs> the ankle support um
1: that's yeah. what i'm worried about my ankles i'm like that my ankles and my knees obviously i mean obviously i'm 2000 2200 miles you're worried about your knees <laughs>
0: yeah yeah so like what are you doing for like a stretching routine while you're hiking i'm gonna
1: bring a foam peanut um uh, i don't know if you know what that is yeah like
0: Uh, a foam roller kind of but smaller
1: yeah yeah like a handheld foam roller um and i know some exercise from dance that should help alleviate some pain in my legs and any kind of stuff like that and then beyond that i'm just kind of hoping that my body adjusts to walking a bunch of miles every day um cool yeah i mean i hope for minimal injury and i'm going to try not to run up the mountain the first couple weeks and we'll see how it
0: goes (laughs) awesome oh man i'm so excited and can't wait to read your blog once you get it started um where can people find you online to to follow along with you as you go through this trek
1: yes so there's there's a couple places you can follow me on instagram if you want like weird weird live updates my tag is artists with an s ruckus r-u-k-u-s um or if you search the wild lot i'll come up um, <laughs> that's, wonderful. That, that's another way to find my blog is if you just google the wild josla, it'll come up and it'll be uh, attached to the trek um so a couple places to follow me i don't suggest following me on facebook because i really hate facebook and i don't go on there so
0: duly noted Excellent.
1: Yeah. It's more like my friends and family zone and yeah. the other places are for everyone else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Doing weird I wish we things. were publishing the video for this just for <laughs> that moment there of you wearing your cat as a hat.
1: <laughs> I wish I could bring him with me. He's so spunky and like I think he'd be good on the trail but that's not something you should do.
0: <laughs> Probably not. Although so I was reading this book recently that if you could find it on audio would be really wonderful to listen to while you're going. Um it's called the rivers ran east and Ooh. it's a story from the 1950s about a guy who goes in search of el dorado the famous yes. city <laughs> of gold and about halfway through the book he runs into this woman named inez who's uh i think oh, man i can not remember where she's from anyway he he doubts her at first to his own peril They're like oh, a woman going through the amazon Ugh. you know no way and ends up like she is just an absolute ba all the way through yes. is the only woman to go through headhunter country in the amazon
1: and nice. all of
0: her parts attached and like basically <laughs> saves his butt at every corner um but near the end of the book she she befriends a couple of baby ocelots that a <gasps> a headhunter trades her for something yeah. And she carries these ocelots through the Andes, you know, mountains <laughs> and through the jungle and everything. So, like, if she could do that, you probably could take a cat on the AT.
1: There was a guy who did it a couple years ago. But, again, with the permits, you have to have permits yeah. and, and eat. Pet permits. Like, the yeah. thought of, like, a bear eating my cat is worse than if my cat just died if I was, yeah, at, like, be... off on the trail. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so leave the cats at home but take some pictures sorry jack he can't come <laughs> this has been just so fun chatting with and, and just <laughs> you too to be reacquainted a little bit um we'll have to chat um you know if you get internet along the way you know maybe we can set yeah. up another time to chat if not definitely when you get back yes um and uh, i'll be sure to introduce you to some other uh, adventure podcasters who can uh who would love to hear your story as well so
1: i've got a lot to say and a big story to unfold so. yeah it's gonna be excellent
0: <laughs> so thanks so much and we'll be in touch at some point in this in the future but uh yes. not too long thanks <laughs> thanks for joining us today on the anthem of the adventurer make sure that you subscribe to our email list to get all of our updates on the anthem of the like us and follow us on Instagram and Pinterest to get all of the visual updates and keep an eye out for the updated blog and website coming out in May. If you're looking for some more resources to keep your adventures going, check out our tribe on Facebook, the Anthem of the Adventurer Tribe, or our friends over at the Adventure Challenge. You can use the code DAN10 at checkout to get 10% off your order for a really amazing book full of challenges for you and your family. Go out and live your adventure.